This show is brought to you by the generous donations of our show sponsors, Matt Lewis, Laura Pickren, Irene Viarito, Daryl Delaney, Nico Batson, Darren Katzka, Ryan Royce, John Carey, Jessica Smith, the Cam family, Charles Compton, and David Scrams, as well as all of our generous patrons. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your Dungeon Master, Eric. And I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? So walked. Yeah. Well, yeah first got, we met a genie. Yep. Yeah. Got a got a cool wish. Got some crazy poison. For real. Could take out a lot of things. Yeah. Uh Booyah got ice shards in him and got so lightning. By lightning. Yep. Uh, having a bad day. We failed to unlock a whole lot of things. Yeah, that's true. We walked, we talked, we picked no hawks. We turned several corners. We made some turns. Mm-hmm. And we ended up Face to face. Well, not face to face. I mean, in the room with a naga. With a snake that can apparently shoot lightning from its mouth. Sure, sure. Okay, so I need initiative from everybody. I didn't say we were going to fight it. Uh, It's going (laughs) to fight you. You don't have to fight back. 22. 20. Uh, 18 for Beric. 11 for Drakir. Okay, so Dex, you were up first. So you just saw lightning shoot out of this doorway and Booyah barely dive out of the way enough to where he didn't take the full force of the lightning. And screaming what he saw. Mm -hmm. So what you going to do? I want to talk to my knight. Um, (laughs) I'm going to... I guess I'm going to run in and try to hit it. Okay. With my ribbon weave. So you're on the corner and then uh-huh. see this very, very large snake with a person face. Um, go ahead and give me an attack roll. 16. 16. That is a hit. All right. Uh, I, it's been a minute. What do I do? I do this and four of these. Six. 10, 16. 19. 25 slashing damage. Okay. And then um, can I dash back out of the room? <laughs> um, yes, but you can't use the disengage action, so it would get an opportunity attack against you. Oh. Oh, no, you hit it with an attack, uh-huh. so you don't need to use the. So, yes, right. you could dash back out. I'm strongly considering it. Do it. Yeah, the dash back out of the room and say, guys, I hit it. I think she pissed. Uh, <laughs> whose turn is it? <laughs> Booyah. Where you go? Why you leave me? You're outside too, aren't you? No. Yeah, you're in the hallway. Was, oh, I thought I went the through the door. The door swung open and the lightning shot. Oh, out. I thought you said as no, I went in the doorway. Was in the hallway. That's why okay. I came back out. Okay. Um, but you're in the doorway. You still right. see it. You see this halo appear <laughs> above Booyah's <laughs> head. Oh. And... I cast Shield of Faith upon himself. And now, is this a bonus action or is it a regular action? Shield of Faith, I believe, is an action. Well, it's an action on the regular spell, but I don't know if my Halo gave me some kind of make it a bonus. It gives you the ability to cast Shield of Faith. All right, (laughs) which I already have. Um, And then... Yeah, he's going to back out of the room and say, okay, who else want to go in there and get hit by lightning? Okay, and since you were you casting Shield of Faith as a regular spell or off of the... Off the halo. Oh, I got to roll a six-sided. Yep, and if you roll a six, you get the spell back. Nope. Okay. Um. So you're just getting out of sight of the thing? Yep. Okay, so now it is Barrick's turn. Okay. Barrick... Um, grasps the amulet uh, and his shadowy bow appears but sort of tinged with silver and he's just going to 
slide around the door, draw back a silvery bolt, and cast a guiding bolt. Okay. Yes. Uh, 24 or something like that. Hit. Randy, would you lend me 3d6s? Good lord. Three. You're the one who let this stuff ping up on my warlock level. That's fair. I'm a dummy. Good spread. <laughs> uh, that's 23 radiant damage, and the next attack against it has advantage. That's also coming from that end of the table. And then I will also step back around the the doorway. Okay. So like we're playing Goldeneye. <laughs> yeah. Well, fortunately, this thing isn't a stationary creature, so it moves up through the doorway. Sure. Um, and rounds the corner. Um, and it is going to do something. Barrick, I need a wisdom saving throw. Uh, 24. 24? Okay. No, 22. 22? Um, okay. You see um, its eyes glow with this vibrant red energy. Um, and you feel your mind attacked, but then you shake it off and this thing kind of hisses in frustration at the strength of your mind. And That's right now it is Drakir's turn. Oh, you know what? It's going to move back into the room. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I never said it out loud, so I'm not going to try to press the point. But in my head, I would just whipped around him and against the wall. Got an opportunity attack. Vince has never said it out loud that way. I'm not going to try to make it happen now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Drakir sighs, uh, and as he runs into the room, um, uh, flicks his hands out. The giant sword um, appears in one hand. As a bonus action. He's casting Shadow Blade. In the other hand, um, runs around the room and rushes the thing. Okay. So, first attack. Nine. So, uh, 18. That's a hit. All right. Do you need fire damage separately? Um, no. Swings at it with the giant sword for 16 damage. Okay. Uh, and then with the shadow blade, you will miss. Okay. Um, actually, since I hit him, I'm going to drop a spell slot into it and Eldritch smite him. Okay. He's going to take an additional seven force damage, and he's not prone. So, here just rushes forward, slashes across him with the giant sword, uh, and then it dodges under the shadow blade as he slashes back at it. And then okay. So, this thing kind of loses its composure and falls flat on the ground. Um, yeah, and- knocking a snake on the ground is... Yeah. <laughs> and now since it's the end of the round it's going to go again um so it is now i need it has two two turns um i need drakir to make me a constitution saving throw since it's the only one that it can see uh four, 14 okay uh, Drakir will take half damage. 36 damage. Is that halved? No. Okay. Or yes, yes, that is halved already. Yes. So it rolled 71 damage against me. Oh, sorry. No, that's not. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> what so, have you attacked us with? <laughs> that, that was halved on Booyah. Uh-huh. 
So no, I know. I'm just, I'm just like, um, so it looks at Drakir and opens its mouth, and you see this just foul, necrotic energy manifest in like bugs and locusts just swarm over Drakir's flesh and begin biting and tearing away. But Drakir manages to brush it off quickly, and it is now Dex's turn. <laughs> to be fair, Dex didn't see that because nope. he's hiding around the corner. Uh, <clears throat> Dex runs in uh, with his ribbon weave out and takes another slash at the snake. Is no Drakir used the advantage from Barrack, right? So, oh no, actually, I didn't. I should have. I'm guessing that's not going to transfer. I'll let it. Okay. I'll, I'll let it pass. Good, because that's a fifteen. That's an 18. Hit. All right. Um, 11. 15, 18, 24. 28 points of damage, and I'm going to use my reaction to get in a parrying stance. Okay. I'm going to stay in the room. Well, you run in the room, and you swing your ribbon weave, and it just wraps around the where a neck would be on this creature, and you just use your leverage and pull and the ribbon weave sinks into the, the flesh of this creature as it kind of rides about and tries to wriggle free. Um, but pulling the blade deeper in, eventually it's, the struggling stops and it slumps down on the ground in a pile. Booyah dashes into the room with his crossbow drawn and he's ready to fire off a shot and you'll kill already. Good job. Thanks. Can you help me untangle this thing? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah. Um, Take a look about the room. Um, everyone give me either perception or investigation. 29. 22. Uh, 23 for Drakir. 9 for Barrick. Everybody but Barrick. Um, Barrick. Doing a quick glance about, this seems to be some kind of cell. Well, he should have been happy we released him. <laughs> uh, I said it earlier, out of character, to, to, to my friends. Uh, so now Dex is going to say, hey, uh, do you think there's a chance that uh, this is less a progressively more dangerous path to Ickleshorn and more of a jail for bad monsters and we just keep letting them free for a second? Don't you imagine it could be both? You know, I mean, you unless me it's there. not a path to Ickletarn, it is both. Yeah, if, sure. if we get to the end of this and it's not a path to Ickletarn, then somewhere in an alternate universe, there will be words at a table. <laughs> <laughs> words inappropriate for this podcast. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I suppose that's fair. Uh, there, you don't see any other means of exit of this room other than the one you entered. And no luxury items, just like no. Three, this, 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 this is this snake's three hots in a cot, and this was a, and this was a dead end, essentially. All right, so we'll retrace back to the nearest place where we didn't take an option, and we take that option now. Okay, so where you were walking down the hallway, and you could have taken a left hand turn. You now turn right, coming back the way that you came past the Medusa statue, mm -hmm. um, and you reach a T in the hallway. You can go right down a hallway that leads about 30 feet and you see a door on the right-hand side of that hallway or you could turn left and there appears to be another left-hand turn about 15 feet after that turn. Y'all, we don't have great luck with doors at the ends of T's. I mean, somewhat we're going to I mean, we're going to have to go through doors. We can't now assume that every door is a prison cell. No, you're right. You're right. So basically you go north and the door is on the eastern wall of that hallway, or you can head south. I want to check and see if there's a similar trap at this door. Like, I'll walk down the hall and check to see if that door is trapped similarly to the previous one. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a roll. 22, 21. 21? Mm -hmm. um, no, wait. It's perception. 20. I apologize. You do not see any traps. All right. Is the door unlocked? Right here. Go ahead and unlock it. Um, the, I, I don't want to open it. I just want to see if there's a lock. Like, is there a lock that I need to try to pick? No, there's not a lock. Okay. 
Oh, there's probably not a prison. There's probably not a prison cell. Right. Um, <clears throat> so who wants to? Booyah, you don't have to open this one. Uh, you can stand back, all right? Okay, sound good, Booyah. You earned it, bud. Uh, I'll open the door. And I, I want to open, like, hot open. Yeah, what, what, what? Just what? Come Bear. trick your dress you away from the door. All right. And he just reaches out, and the doorknob turns. I'm going to use beige hand to open the door. Of course it does. The door is stuck shut. It's, it's an iron door, and it looks oh, like the hinges are pretty well rusted. I swear it was wooden a minute ago. Um, I pull out that sword. <laughs> In my defense, I never said the material of the door. Okay. We'll pull out that sword, heat up those hinges, see if we can. You can either try to break it open or. I, mean, I don't have anything to remove rust. Do I have any oil? I don't know. Maybe Booyah might have something. Maybe. This is not worth going into that bag. No. <laughs> I was just thinking, as he likes to fiddle with stuff, I was just wondering if maybe he might carry something on his person so it's definitely not locked like we can turn the, the, latch the handle turns and everything yeah okay. the latch comes so. free it's just it looks like this door just hasn't been used in a very long time which implies that our guy's probably not that way it does imply that it does imply that maybe that's exactly what he wants you to think True, too. I have a flask of oil, but I'm assuming that's lantern oil and not uh, lubricating let's just, oil. Let's just see if we can't bust the hinges off. Yeah. Barrick will take a run at it with Eldritch Blast. Okay. And I will, I, as he's running at it, I'm running 120 feet. That's going to be a hit. That's going to be a hit. I hit the top two hinges. Okay. Go and roll damage. How many hinges are there? Three. A standard door has three. Yeah. That's not entirely true. I mean, it could be anything from two to an accordion hinge all the way down. I mean, just saying. Well, he to be fair, he said standard, like <laughs> nor- normalcy here. Uh, ten and eleven. Ten and eleven. Um, okay, yeah the uh, the two hinges blast away um, under the force of um, the eldritch blast, and and the door falls over. Um, well, the bottom hinge is still there, so it just kind of leans over. Uh, it looks like there's great duress if you just yanked on it. It's mm-hmm. an impressive hinge. <laughs> the the final hinge would break. Look in first if you can. Who's yeah. going to look? Uh, Barrick. Oh, uh, is it difficult to? No. I mean, the door is... You could pretty easily okay, look in there. Okay, can I just do? Um, the room seems to be pretty well empty, except... Um, Along the eastern wall, you see a dais and a throne. And on the northern wall is a mirror. Like a rather large mirror leaning up against the wall. It's just leaning up against the wall? You could pretty easily I mean, just... Barrett does just sort of knock yeah. the door off and... The iron door clangs loudly on the stone floor. There's a throne and a mirror. I mean... Investigate these things as I'm walking up back. As I'm walking back up, Hadric hears or magic stuff in there. Detect magic. Um, You detect magic on the mirror. The mirror on the wall. I go up to it and I ask if I'm the prettiest. And just to be clear, I could be. I mean, if I wanted to be the fairest of them all. Does he cast a? uh, Are are you really walking up to the mirror? No. Okay. Making a funny joke. (laughs) Beauty is completely objective. Um, being as I'm casting detect magic, what's the nature of the magic on it? I just realized I said objective. <laughs> you know, <what>? screw it. <laughs> um, what is the kind of magic? Um, is it an illusion. Yes, it's illusion magic. <sighs> Mirror's not even really there. There's some kind of illusion on the mirror. I don't. I'm, I know. I'm not. I don't is it like directly there. across from the throne? Um, no, the throne's on the north wall, or the east wall, uh, mirrors on the north wall. Okay. Barak will walk, or Drakir will walk in, go over towards the mirror, reach, you said it's just leaning, so he'll reach behind it and check the wall along behind it. There doesn't seem to be anything. Okay. So. But yeah, I was going to go examine the throne. <laughs> okay. Natural, Natural 20. 20. Okay. Um, Booyah, as you cross the room, <laughs> you notice Garneth Ickletarn on the throne. <laughs> Once you um, cross the line of the mirror as it faces um, southerly into the room, 
um, you hear a voice, all of you hear a voice loudly go, well, that is the shortest creature I've ever seen. Are you allowed to ride anything at the carnivals when they come through town? You're teeny tiny. Uh, all good. And apparently you're dumb too. Are you going to say anything? Is witty mirror. <laughs> yeah. You um, made furniture condescending. You're the worst. <laughs> booyah may be small, but booyah fierce. Booyah ride what booyah want. Booyah fierce, ride, what are you going to do about it? Booyah huh? ride horse. You going to do something about it? Fierce? Talking about fierce. Why, why do you care about what booyah do? Because I care when I see something as pathetic as you, I got to say something. Eric draws out a shadow knife and throws it at, or here's draws out a shadow knife and throws it at the mirror. Okay. Um, I'm going to <laughs> knock it over. <laughs> Just push the face down on the floor. <laughs> um, Drakir, I need a wisdom saving throw. All right. Pretty good at that. Uh, is this anything to do with charm? Um, no. Well, that's not good. Uh, that's that's just seven. Oh no. Okay. Oh no. This is why I hate dungeon crawls. Why do you hate dungeon crawls? Because you have to examine I'm, everything. I'm absolutely certain there's an episode of the Knowledge Check about why I hate dungeon crawls. <laughs> <laughs> Or at the very least, I've expressed it in detail on the knowledge check at some point. Yeah, yeah I've heard it. What? Um, let's just take this moment to, to ask a fun character-based question about Drakir. What does Drakir fear most? <laughs> nothing. He's afraid of nothing. <laughs> Also snakes. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think some kind of it's got to be some something aberrationy. Uh, oh, let's just be easy and say it's mind flares. Okay. Um, well, not like walking calmly out of, but like Drakir. As soon as your knife hits the mirror, you see the struggling arm of a mind flayer come through and then the next one and it crawls out and stands up just it crawls very quickly and stands inches away from your face and you take 33 points of psychic damage as um and that's it uh the mirror shatters and the mind flare goes away. I mean, I know. I, I can't you see you it. never saw it. I know. I'm just wondering for Jakir's sake. And the mirror shatters. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do I see about this throne? Well, it's natural 20. So the throne is actually an elevator that takes us down to, to Garnath, Ikeltarn. Yeah. Um, this seems to be a very old, ancient throne um, that the writings on it are indecipherable, but seem to be ancient. It looks like this space was not built by Ikeltar and it looks like it was built by some ancient race and this is where their leader sat and held court but based on what you can see in this room and the state of the throne nobody has sat on it in a very long time now what would you like to do with your 20 because I certainly could use a, a little bit of healing and maybe a friend might need some Yes. Okay, so for your 20, um, you see a stone footlocker um, at the foot of this throne that is ajar. Um, We go in and we get some new basketball shoes and a jersey. Anyway. um, And there's there's a bunch of little goblins in referees' shirts. (laughs) (laughs) My lost tribe. Um, You find uh, it's a small stash of... um, healing potions um so you find let's say eight potions of healing so each of those heal two d4 plus two hit points okay hey we got potion in chest here anybody need some booyah need some uh dex hasn't even gone into the room he's just stood in the doorway and watched all this and he says 
<clears throat> uh, y'all drink up if you need to. We got a lot more hallway to walk down. Uh, Jakir will hold off, but he'll take one. I mean, I'm happy to carry one. I don't need one. I'm happy to carry it. Okay. So there are no Third exits one. in this room. Let's follow the hallway. Mm-hmm. Real quick. He's still healing up. Oh, uh, yes. Do your thing. One more. I'm drinking four. How many were there? Eight. Eight. Ooh, that's nice. Oops, that was up. Being a little greedy. Two for each of you. All right, I'm happy. All right, so four of them are going to wait till our conversation with Igletarn and hope it lasts an hour and I can take a short rest. <laughs> Save those for a combat situation. All right, so he's taking yeah. four. Drakir's holding one. All we can just carry one each. Yeah, since that, that works. there's only one for each of us now. Well, yeah, somebody can have. Somebody can have. There's there are four left, so take two apiece. But that would require six. <laughs> there's three more of us. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, uh, going back down the hallway, you reach where you hit the T intersection and took a right instead of a left. So you follow that left hallway, turn to the left, and then there's another right hand turn, another right hand turn. Um. And at some point while we're walking, I just look at your key and I go. Oh, hey, Beric died again. And then I let them have that conversation. <laughs> However, Beric would want to. Most likely wouldn't, I think. <laughs> Thanks, Dex. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, following this hallway, you uh, reach a doorway that is a wooden door. I check it for traps. Go for it. 15. You do not see any traps. Beric knocks on the door. Um, from really switching things up. Um, from behind the door, you hear. And then it stops. And Beric, I need a dexterity saving throw. Okay. I mean, you don't know. I'm very certain. <laughs> um, Beric, you take um, 14 points of damage as the rest of you that are standing in the hallway watching Beric walk up and knock on the door just see a metal fist come barreling through the door and pinning Barrick up against the wall and it pulls back into the room. <laughs> Barrick just got whack a mold. <laughs> what do I see through the hole in the... It's interesting. On my character sheet, the word dungeons has somehow been crossed out. And so I think we can't go be in here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to. It, dragons are still a part of the game, but dungeons are just no longer a factor. It's, it's now called direct paths and dragons. What do I see through the hole in the wall or the door? Um, you see um, a large warforged juggernaut. Standing in a large room. Is it that one that has a 20,000 gold place bounty on it? That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> no, that was in Droam. No. Uh, things, um, things move. Yeah, we were in Droam. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Got you there. Yeah. Riddle your way out of this yeah. one. Yeah. But this is different from the things that attacked us before. The automata things that attacked us before. Yes, the, this, this looks like a Warforged. Was that entirely necessary? Eric asks. You are trespassing. Well, Please turn around and leave. We 
really have been trying to visit politely. It just hasn't been very easy. We need to talk to Garnath Ickletarn. What about? Paula Amarin sent us. Um, in a moment, you see the mouth where the Warforged seam is open up quickly, and you see a gnome head pop out. It's like, oh, hello. Sorry. Mother. <laughs> yeah. Come in. And you see this Warforged body just walk over the head now being fully open. Um, and you see him walk over to a normal sized table and do his best to come, come have a seat. Do you, do you like tea? Boy, I like tea. Boy, I want to know why you make so oh, hard to come there. visit. There's more of you. <clears throat> yeah. Dex comes around the corner of the room into the room as well. Drick here also. Oh, well, I think I have enough. Everybody want tea. Actually, I'm set. Thanks. One. Okay. And you see, using this Warforged juggernaut body, he begins pouring tea into small cups and hands one to Booyah. Booyah takes it. Um, so, Paolo sent you. Dex goes over to the wall and just slides down it and sits on the floor. Like, <laughs> he's just so angry and tired. What's wrong, what's wrong friend? Oh, Booyah gonna ask again. Why, why you make so hard to come visit? We come see you and we have fight all kinds of crazy stuff. I have many stuff. enemies. People try to find me that I don't want to find me, so I make it hard to find me. Need make easy for some people find you. I mean, I find that most people worth meeting in this world can make it to me pretty easily. You know, Dex wants to say how it wasn't easy, but he's actually totally uninjured so <laughs> he probably shouldn't be the one complaining he's just tired so uh yeah this warforged juggernaut body walks over to where dex has slid down the wall and he takes a knee next to you and just like <laughs> so what's wrong champ it's just been a long day hmm. oh and um we accidentally blasted open a crate and uh a lock popped off a chest that has full of stuff you may want to uh, re-secure. Oh, oh yeah, that. I, <laughs> I forgot that was there. <laughs> <laughs> you probably forgot how much was in it, so it's okay that I took an indeterminate amount of platinum coins. I don't know how we're going to resolve that later, but I did say it. I you did. said a couple, so we'll stick with two. How about I roll a d8? <laughs> <laughs> um, so what did Palos in here for? We were told you were her contact about perhaps getting into Merrick's to Kenneth's vault. Oh, yeah. I designed that thing. Is it like this? Oh, no. It's way worse. <clears throat> Wait. Way twistier or way dangerousier? Dan- dangerousier. Right. I'll take that. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> lesser of two evils, bud. <laughs> I didn't design this place. Oh. You just found this? Well, I mean, there was a big snake creature that I managed to lure into a room and lock it there. So I think maybe. Yeah, we killed that. Yeah, she's dead. Oh, well, that's kind of sad. It also broke that stupid mirror. Oh, that, that mirror is mean. I didn't like that mirror. Yeah. That's why I locked it in the room and forgot about it. Uh, also, there was a dragon. We came upon it. It was already dead when we came upon it. Um, oh, yeah. It lived down here. Well, sorry. I mostly stick to myself and I use that door with the staircase that leads up to the street. Yeah, I assumed there would be one. Well, yeah, we need to get into the vault, and she said you would probably help us. Yeah, I can I can help you. Um, I mean, it it's dangerous. Like I wanna I don't wanna undersell that. Um, but yeah, I can help you. I I want something though. Of course, I mean I'm sure that's not a shocker to anybody. No, I'm not surprised. Um, I I. I, I have a couple different people like sending out feelers for people that might be able to break into the vault because I designed it. But I mean, I slip up once I, I die like I just get vaporized. Um, so basically, as you can tell, I like Warforged right. and I'd like to know more about how they're made. And I imagine that Merrick's DeCaneth has some of that info somewhere in the vault. <laughs> 
as a former member of House of the <laughs> right. I believe I was. What was it? Oh, Damien or I don't remember. Yeah, Lorenzo. I don't know what it was. Uh, yeah, something. <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, yeah. We so you're you're like a, you want something on the back. You want points on the back end. You don't want something right now. Well, a promise right now. Yeah, I mean, just do. Do that, like, well, heck yeah, bud. If we see it, we'll grab it. Uh, well, no, like, get it. Like, don't if you see it, get it. Like, I, I know, I know me. there's information. Okay, in the you vault. know there's information. I thought you said that people probably have stuff in the vault. I mean, if it's there, it's we'll, gonna be. There. If it's there, we'll. Be I there. don't know where it is or what it is, but get it. And he excuses himself for a second and says, "I, this is." I was scared because I knew that people were coming. So, and you see him walk over to a much smaller warforged body without a head and the chest opens up. Um, and you actually see now you notice some ropes and like with uh, wooden, like trapeze style handles. And he grabs one and kind of swings and positions himself and lowers himself into the smaller body. And then the runes on it begin to glow and activate. And he is now your all's height. You know, I would think an artificer of your caliber would be able to rig up a system by which you could uh, inquire of such guests what their business is before you try to kill them. Well, like, the only people that would be coming to seek me out through that entrance are people that somebody that I told to have feelers out could potentially get through Merrick's to Canon's fault and... If they can't make it to me, then they can't make it through Merrick's to Canada's vault. So, I feel like it's pretty simple. Kind of like trial. Our companion here had had a team we brought in. They're all dead. Then they wouldn't have made it through the vault. Also, I don't have to pay them. Win-win. Sounds like he got a better team. Gnome has a point. Aren't you two just adorable? (laughs) Uh... Yeah, fine. Uh, you do for us what is going to give us the best chance of making it where we need to go. And yes, what precisely is it you can do for us? Well, um, here's the thing. And he walks over to his desk and starts going through um, various tubes and pulling out pieces of parchment and looking at the corner and sticking them back in. And finally finds the right one. It's like, come, come over to the table. Um, and he spreads out what appears to be blueprints for a vault of some kind. Um, it says, well, here is Merrick's Decanus, the layout of Merrick's Decanus vault. I obviously can't tell you what's in it because I wasn't there for that. Um, but I doubt that he has made any modifications to it. Um, so I can tell you the layout where the traps that I put in were. Merrick's is obviously a very capable individual, probably has spiced things up a little himself. Um, but I don't imagine he's altered the layout of the vault itself. Um, <clears throat> Dex reminds everybody of his stellar memory and strides up to, to look at them. <laughs> so just, it's okay, fellas, I got this. Left, left, right. Right, left, right. <laughs> left, no, wait. Left, right, right. Also, this room here, and he points down to, and you notice this thing is multiple levels. <laughs> up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Mm-hmm. Um, this vault is multiple stories and um, Ickletarn gestures to the bottom right corner of the horizontal view of this it says this room here. Now, when um, my, my workers were digging out the vault um, cause it's underground. Um, they, we, um, they, they broke through something into a tunnel. Into hell. <laughs> Basically, um, like creatures started killing them. And so we did our best to patch up the hole. Um, but I imagine this is kind of one of those Pandora box things where you can't really close it once it's open. So you might have, I, I wouldn't go in that room. I mean, the thing that you want might be in that room, but. Oh, might it? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 
I'm not married to Kenneth. All right. I, well, that's the danger room. We'll keep that in mind. We'll call that the no-no room until it is the only option. <laughs> Inevitably, only option room. Right. Um, but yeah, so th- this is this is it. I also have a lot of contacts throughout the city, so if you need help getting into it, I could potentially facilitate that. Um, you know, I'm I'm just I'm I'm a fixer. I fix things, and I I I help set up jobs like this. Do you have any way to? Uh defeat any wards that might be on it assume the place is locked up pretty tight yeah did you set the, i mean you made the traps yourself you yeah i could um i could basically the way that we set up the lock was there was a sequence that uh of wards that had to be touched in a specific order with specific timing and then merrick's decaneth had to say a passcode um, now it's based off of his voice, not his like essence. So if you could get somebody that can talk like Merrick's, then you could potentially get through. But I can tell you the sequence of how to unlock the, the initial entryway. Excellent. It sucks with the track record we've had so far this recording. You we'd probably suss out the sequence quicker than we'd pick the lock. Uh, we just need no password. Do you, now. Know, you don't know the passcode by any chance? Um, when we set the password, it was Dorjana. D-O-R-J-A-N-N-A. Is spelling relevant? <laughs> I was just helping you. I mean, <laughs> um, do you know what that was to him? I asked, and he seemed real uptight about it. So, no. All right. If it was like you know his current girlfriend, we might need to find out some information. Maybe we can find out what a Dorjana is. You're big in stuff, Barrick. That you ever heard the name Dorjana? If, if, if it's a name, you ever heard that before? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I've been to Sharn once. Have I ever heard? Of it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been to Sharn twice. Um. So yeah. Um. You would just need to. And he might. I, there, there is a way to change the password. Um, in fact, I told him it's recommended to change it at least once every three months. But, and he did not include any numbers or special characters. So I told him it was a weak password. But Windows Ickletarn. <laughs> Can you tell us how to change the password? Why would you want? I mean, yes. Do we need to have access to the current password to change to a new password? Yes. It's worth a shot. Do you could also yeah. answer three Definitely security questions. We have to enter it twice. Do you know what the security <laughs> questions are? I do not. He got to set those without me in the room. Well, we know his first pet's name. And we know his uh, elementary school. <laughs> so if we can find Why? out his mother's maiden name. There you go. Or, his or best, the street he grew up on. The street his best friend in high school lived <laughs> on. Um, These are fun jokes. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we've got... Now, this, the, these maps don't come with us, I'm assuming. I mean, to study. These are like it's covering this whole giant table. So, oh, okay. I mean, could, but it's going to be pretty cumbersome to try and reference. So we're expected to memorize it? I mean, you could draw it down if you want. I mean, here's the thing can we look at it and like write down left, left, right, right, left, up, upstairs, downstairs? But we don't know where we're going. You don't know where you need to go, though. I mean, this is just the layout. Oh, yeah. But there are like traps and secret doors marked, so it is helpful. But we can't take with us the thing that has traps and secret doors marked on us. Yeah, I'm trying to figure. Like, there's got to. <laughs> we can't walk with it. Why look at it unless we're going to get a mechanical yeah, advantage? There's too much when, information for us to memorize when we're in there because we've been spent time looking at it. We get advantage on something, you know. I mean, how how long? When when do you all need to break in? Well, we're going to the gala, which ah. is, I think, soon. Yes, days away. In fact. Yes, yes. Well, um, if you, I I could draw you up. It's not going to be as detailed, but I could give you a basic 
rudimentary version of this that is more portable. And I should be able to have it ready by the time the gala event starts. Yeah, Sound like better great. than nothing. Now, did you all want any anybody else to accompany you on this? Did we? Because I can, I can hook that up. <laughs> uh, well, I believe we had filled out our guest list because that's right. Dance card's full. Yeah. This yeah. this good tea. You got more tea? Have some more tea? Oh yeah, the pot's right there. Go ahead. Oh, I thought he said this is good team. Like, no, no we good can handle tea. it. But Booyah <laughs> likes the tea. <laughs> right yeah, Booyah's listening and pouring tea, and he's, he's got his cup of tea, and he's kind of going through his backpack, and he pulls out this scroll that catches his eye again for probably the third or fourth time since he's had it. Okay. And oh, I know I said that like a start. <laughs> and he, he said, Hey, this scroll be dry Booyah crazy. Anybody read this scroll? Booyah, no, read this. The, the language he he don't know. And he gives it to Ickletharn. Ickletharn just kind of flips it open. Looks like it's a Featherfall spell. What? It's just written in Draconic. There you go. Oh, this Featherfall? <sighs> you know this scroll? When we get knockoff boat and Booyah reach in bag, he pulled this out. He no read the con. It could have not hurt self so bad. Uh, let me ask you this, um, Karnath. If I came back with a sufficiently large spell shard, could you load this map onto it? Yeah. And how many pages would that be? Hmm. This whole thing would probably cover five pages. Done. Are you willing to show me the way to come into your place without being attacked gruesomely? Oh yeah, times? just up these stairs, that doorway there. When you leave, you could probably note where it is on the street. Cool. I have a question. Uh, is it worth I have a thousand gold pieces and two plus or minus <laughs> platinum. I've genuinely been thinking about this dragon scale armor since we said it. It would be helpful. My AC's bunk. Um and I can still move around in it. If if with that much cash, if I were to tr- about to ask Ickletharn if I could harvest a piece of his former roommate, is that a reason could I even get it made? With, you know, what is a platinum? Is it a platinum 100 gold or 10 gold? 100 gold, I think. Yeah. So with like 1,200 gold, I think is what I have. Uh, Yeah, something like that. I I know I have at least 1,200, so we'll just say 1,200. Um, uh, A gold... uh, uh, Platinum piece is 10 gold. Okay, so I have 1,020 gold. I just know that's that's real work to ask somebody. Yeah, that's to a do. lot of money. But um, Nickel Turn kind of looks at you like, I mean, I guess. Oh, no, I was asking Eric if oh. it's worth asking him. Yeah, it's worth, in story. It's, it's worth asking. Okay. <clears throat> so I say to him, everything's worth asking. <laughs> <laughs> so I say to him, I say, Mr. Ickletharn, um, I know that you said that that dragon lived here, um, so I hope this isn't indelicate to ask. Uh, I could really use some uh, combat support. He goes back with a sufficiently large spell shard and gets the information, and I come back with a sufficiently large rucksack. And uh, can, I, can I take some scale from the dragon that is dead? in your house uh, try to make some armor that'll keep me safer out of it uh yeah i i guess awesome gross but yeah okay cool guy didn't hold a lot of attachment but y'all have money he helped dex if dex need money i mean for suit of armor for you it's not more hide than we could carry out of here oh is it not 
I mean, you're talking about, I mean, imagine a, imagine a length of leather, right? Large sure. enough to make a full body suit for you. Fair enough. Rolled up. Booyah might want some of this action. <laughs> Just four dudes in, well, three dudes in silver and one guy in formerly silver. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> I, I'll help you harvest. Okay. We, I'd like to go back to the dragon and harvest enough hide to make silver dragon hide armor. Andrikir swipes the lamp. Okay. And a little extra. Slide a hand check. And a little extra maybe to barter with. I mean, it's not very sneaky, but okay. he still does it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm gonna take an, I'm gonna, here's I'm gonna take enough hide for this tailor to make two suits of armor, one for me and one to sell, and see if that's enough to make not even have to pay much to get the work done. Okay. Um, I say suit of armor, like it's not a suit of armor; it's just leather armor, but for yeah. the dragon. Yeah, that's I, what we're I don't about. even know. Honestly, I don't even know if that would bring my AC up. I haven't looked into it. I. It was helpful. Probably be a magical suit of armor. At the minimum, it would probably have lightning resistance, which is not nothing. Yeah. So, but it would be kind of making up a piece of magical equipment. I mean, if if, if Eric's willing to allow it, I'm willing to do it. So, um, we can talk about it between. Things. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take some time for some. I mean, dragon scale is hard to work with, right. so it's going to take quite a bit of time. Um. Or whoever you take it to, mm-hmm. to I've been figuring if there's a place to find someone, it's Sharn. Yeah. So, but yes, you were able to harvest it. So. Awesome. Um. Okay. So, um. Anything else you need from me? Don't need me to contact anybody, or I mean, I can I can forge invitations to the gala. You know what? I mean, that couldn't hurt. Yeah, because then I would I wouldn't have to. Try to be last side all night. That's true. Like you're sure? I mean, as sure as anybody can be. I think I'm really skillful. Forge an invitation to the gala. Like right now? No, 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 no. Sorry. So I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm not. I'm not demanding anything (laughs) of you. I apologize. I'm just wondering if, if we have a forged invitation, it would make a difference if there's a list or something. You know, that was in, that was in character to Beric and Drakir and Booyah. I don't know. You never been to a, no offense to you two, but I know that you haven't either. But Barrick, have you ever been to a swanky enough party that you you've never seen something like that? Have I been to the gala? Um, or, or a similarly if he holds it every fair. year. You remember going to the gala one time when you were very very young, like you have a hazy foggy memory of it. Um, but. By the time you were old enough to realize such things, you kind of realized that the Rowan family stopped getting invitations to this. Do I know what would be expected? I mean, it's a, they usually have a, a guest list, but there's not somebody at the door standing there with a list, like checking names. No, it wouldn't be a problem. We would really appreciate it if you would make a couple of, uh, okay. What, uh, what names do you want on the, I can't remember Vern's full name. <laughs> Irvin last name. Irvin last name. Got it. Um, it's a, it's pronounced Suriname. Just, just give me the names. It's fine. Yeah, right. But that does open up the opportunity. If you would like somebody to join you, I can make them an invitation as well. Well, our understanding is that each invitee can bring two guests. Yeah. That increases our options if we need them. Well, but just uh, having thought about this a while, um, typically speaking, if you are a team going in for some type of infiltration, it's wiser to not go in as a group. If you go in as individuals, then you draw less suspicion and things like that. So you do it the way that you want to do it. I think if we get two invitations made, Lady Omerin and one of us, two of us and two of us, you know what I mean? With the, the three invitations that we'd have. Right. Um, we can figure out the pairings when the time dictates. But mm-hmm. 
Is Drakir going? I mean, Drakir needs to st- is looking to steal something from the vault. So okay, yeah, yeah, he's going. Okay. Yeah, two 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 invitations should be sufficient. Um, because you know, born you can, you can bring Drakir through the front door, or you can let Drakir decide how to get in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of what I was thinking. You pick. <laughs> okay, well, I'll get uh to work on that, and um, I guess we will convene when it's time for the gala. Okay, uh, what all would you all like to accomplish between now and the gala? Uh, Beric would like to find a bag of holding so okay. that we don't have to walk out carrying in our hands the various items we plan to steal. Uh, ironically enough, you find the only shop that you can locate that sells bags of holding is, is, a, Canis is a Canis shop. That's fine. Um, they cost uh, 750 gold pieces each. Holy crap, that's... Monopolies, man. I mean, will y'all buy bag? We 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 get bag. Just one. Okay. I well, y'all already have bag. He like. I don't think we need more than one. Yeah, we well, can I put five hundred pounds worth of stuff. Exactly. In it. That I'm pretty sure. Unless the only warforge related thing in that vault is a warforge. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> if that's if that's the case, we've got a different problem because I don't think we could get it into the bag because right. it's, it's got to fit through the opening. Okay. Uh, here would like to obtain. Perhaps obtain some ingredients to make, since he's proficient in a poisoner's kit, to make some additional poisons. Okay. What kind of poisons are you looking to make? Uh, Let's see. What I would like is some things that render things unconscious. Let's see what we got. Got one that'll make them paralyzed. That's pretty good. Which one is that? Crawler mucus. Crawler Paralyzed mucus. but fully aware. Of course, water looks yep. different. So. Crawler mucus. That's pretty good. Oil of taggett um, is unconscious. Unconscious. So that's also contact. Both those are contact? Yes. Um, well, you know what? Uh, let's see. We have the same DC. Unconscious is as good as paralyzed. In, yeah. As far as what it will do for people we need to get rid of. So. And crawler mucus, the price per dose is cheaper, so that's true. It'd be cheaper to find somebody with the crawler mucus. Oh, Drake would like to try and just get the ingredients and make it. Well, the but the crawler mucus is literally harvested from crawlers, like it's basically just taking the venom out and then putting it on a weapon. How many days do we have? Um, let's say 60. Go find some crawlers. Drakir could go down into the lower reaches of Sharn and obtain some. Level up. <laughs> <laughs> go grind it out. Go grind some crawlers. Um, okay. I don't know what I have to make. I don't know what oil. I don't know what tag it is. I don't know how to obtain the oil of it. It's this guy who lives down in the cog. His name's Dave, Dave Taggett. Taggett's alchemy. It's his, it's his proprietary oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, give me a nature check with proficiency using your abilities to extract poison. Which of these dice isn't going to betray me? These dice have not been treating me well never, today. Never can tell. Not that one. Well, that's not terrible. Uh, 13. 13? Okay. You managed to get three doses of crawler mucus. Cool. Anything else? Not necessarily related to our what we're about to try to do, but I think in the time that leading up to it, Booyah would maybe spend some time with Rickard, maybe try to learn more about, you know, the silver flame, that kind of stuff. And he would spend some time with Gerald. Okay. And, you know, help tinker around on stuff on the ship and you know, just try to draw a little closer to his buddies. Okay. I don't know that we'll end up actually making any use of it, but just for my use in bookkeeping, could you describe in doses the amount of midnight tears that we have? Oh boy. Um, I mean, is it, is it effective? I mean, were we to dole it out in single person doses, is it effectively unlimited for our purposes? Um, yeah, if we've got an eyedropper, yeah, because this is not only midnight tears, but it's it's concentrated. It's it's meant to be put into right. something where it could dissipate and affect 
thousands, tens of thousands of people at the time. So, so a drop would just annihilate somebody's insides. Okay. So, so it's effectively not limited. We we might hit a point unless we but, start poisoning like whole towns. Yes, yeah, which is, seems unlikely. Yeah, unless Drakir takes, takes it. takes <laughs> it. This town evil um, all must die. <laughs> um. Okay. I mean, so, solve the storm reach problem. So we yeah. Um. So we cut to, to take this back to Sarlona. <laughs> um, I don't believe it. So no um, one there I care about anymore. <clears throat> um. We cut to. Um, a very busy street in the upper reaches of Sharn um, as there is this large staircase leading up to a very just disgustingly large opulent looking home. Um, there are multiple security guards standing about, multiple warforged also stationed around the entryway and you see a literal who's who of um, Corvair celebrity walking up these steps. Um, and uh, so we we have Omarin, the three of you, Omarin. Omarin should have Charlie as her guest. Wait, we don't need. Do we need Charlie? Anymore? We don't need Charlie. We don't need Charlie anymore. if I'm not last night. Yeah, there's no reason to put him in danger. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we have two invitations, we don't technically need Omarin to come. I can't imagine she doesn't come. No, she probably comes. That's, I guess that's Eric's decision. Omarin comes, right? Like, I'm not going to disinvite her. That's, that's... <laughs> Uh, I don't know who she comes with because we've got four people to sneak in and we can do that on two invitations. Yeah. So, it's, but it's just the three of you and Omer, correct? Four of the us. The four of us. The four of you and Omer. That's right. Okay. We could the let. The three of us. But the okay. Four of us. Yeah, what's up? We'll, we'll let Krast come as Omerin's guest in the chant, in the case that everything goes pear shaped. Yeah, we've got him. He's, he's there. He can at least help get her out. I don't know that she'll need a lot of help getting out, but yes. Well, I don't know how pear shaped uh, uh, how pear shaped could things yeah, really like think it. about our track record. Contemplate yeah. that statement. No, crass, I, I mean I like thinking crass. of our track record, it crass. could be her helping all of us out as well. <laughs> there are a lot of ways we can do this wrong. Right. Yeah, I, I think yes. crass, yes, beneficial. I think okay. crass. But we absolutely arrive very separately from them. Oh yes. Because I, I don't want anyone to think, hey, I saw her them with with this group of morons who just got arrested okay how, how do we all look i assume I, i'm gonna look like okay, what are you gonna look like i think i'm gonna look like Vern. just be Vern. just be Vern. because i mean no one here knows Vern, but he sure is a cool looking dude so you may he may have just earned an invite to the party on merit of that drakir has cleaned his clothing and tied his hair back and that is the extent of the amount of dressing up you could convince him to do. Sure, you know, but Drakir's, I mean, Drakir's equipment is not. Drakir does not look like a like a jungle tribesman. Like right. The 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 Umbergen are sophisticated people, so the, his his gear is not well put together, nice looking. What I will say about about Vern is Dex spent a lot of time looking in a mirror. Comparing how he looks now to previous ways he looked, trying to figure out what his little markers are. Oh, and nice. Alter those slightly. So anything that Strent may have picked up on that Dex can think of. Are cool. Gone. I like that. That's a good thought. Is um, this something we can openly carry weapons into? I didn't think so. Bag of holding. What about a beautiful ceremonial dagger that's just ceremonial? <laughs> I'm going to have to try to sneak it in if I want to. If I want to use it, because yeah. I will look differently. Uh, once so your ribbon, your ribbon, uh-huh. uh, looks like a cane. Should should be so fine. that should be fine. Uh, you can't be blinded anymore, so it's safe to put your crossbow in the bag of holding, which whoever looks like a somebody's valet uh, can be carrying pretty reasonably, because they look like messenger bags essentially. Mm-hmm. Um. Barracks. Barrack is able to summon the weapons he would need, so he doesn't need to carry swords. Uh, just leave the rapier do the same the thing. Um, so would you put the dagger in the bag of holding and grab it when you need it? or Yeah, because I can make my hair four feet long without it. Yeah. So I mean, this is these are highfalutin people. We're not being frisked, right? No. 
It's just if you care, if you walk in with a sword on your hip, right? But you could strap that dagger to your wrist under your sleeve. Yeah, or just have it. I mean, my back. This is Sharn. Like with my as as this discussion is going in Paris. I don't know if you understand. This is Sharn. Everybody there is carrying a weapon. Yeah, so we'll be fine with my dagger. And again, my ribbon weave just looks like a a, a cane. Yeah, I wish it would look like a slightly prettier cane for this event. Um, we could get it all polished up a little, you know, do yeah, a little, maybe, little spruce up on it. Booyah, can you do some gold foil work and make it? Yeah, booyah, make it look nice. Nice. Okay. So, uh, the four of you watch uh, Lady Omerin uh, show her invitation with uh, crest on her arm as they enter the gala event. Um, and the four of you look at each other, and it seems like all of you have grown a bit since and are ready to take on new more challenging adventures as you have now reached level 10 and that is the end of this episode awesome thank you all so much for listening uh we would if you want to be a part of the conversation please head on over to the facebook group the geek pantheon you can also find us on twitter and instagram at the geek pantheon we would like to thank kevin mcleod for the use of all his music you can find it over at incompetech.com and we have a patreon if you like what we do and would like to see it done better uh please can head on over there and consider giving we have some great rewards for our wonderful amazing donors um once again i am your dungeon master eric what if they just want more what if we just promised more instead of better instead of better? Like sure. what if they just wanted to, to, to do more of what we're currently doing <laughs> because I, I don't feel comfortable promising to increase the quality of what I'm doing. <laughs> feel like I'm putting in what I, what I'm willing to. Fair enough. Also, I'm Philip. I'm Randy. <laughs> Jeff.